Today is Monday, December 26, 2011, and this is Radio Wave. Street 
throughout the world that are seeking hope and peace, this is Radio Wave with your host, a friend of Mejigoria. When we have the five days of dedication here, people spend their five days in such a way that there's not normal in their routine. They come in and pray. They're outside a lot. They fraternalize with each other. They become family with the community. What happens when they leave? They say they don't want to. They feel like they're leaving heaven. Medjugorje, when I first started taking people to Medjugorje back in 86, we often would hear from those, I don't want to go home. I've got my spouse back home, my children, but I don't want to leave Medjugorje. And I always tell them, you have to take Medjugorje back to your home. I never felt called to live there. I understood from the beginning, Our Lady was saying, make your home Medjugorje. Just like our recent message where she said she wants us to be seeds that spread its branches throughout the whole world and its roots. And so I came back to make that here. And what I felt in Medjugorje, people that come here feel the same thing. They have a Medjugorje experience. Yes, we have the help of over 160 apparitions here. But Medjugorje is not in Medjugorje. Medjugorje is the idea. It's a concept delivered from heaven that just like this song talked about, leaving heaven, Our Lady leaves every day to plant heaven on earth. And if Our Lady said, if you'll begin to live my messages, you will not begin to, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next because you'll start living heaven on earth, then we need to take that for what those words say, which Visca told us about Our Lady. So you're home. Your Christmas, your family, is to be made into Medjugorje what it means. And for us, it's a delight here, especially at Christmas. We try to slow down our pace. We try to enjoy the season. And we try to think and reflect that Jesus did leave heaven for us. That he can make heaven ready for us. And here we are 2,000 years later, something on a grand scale is happening with the Virgin Mary, the Holy Mother of God, where she wants us to experience heaven. And that's available for you. If you accept it, you accept her messages. She brings us Jesus. Yesterday, just before the rosary, I did something I usually don't do. I went up and spoke to the kids before apparition time. I told him, remember, right now, Our Lady's about to give a message to the world. But it's to you as an individual. Our Lady's speaking to you. So in these next moments, as we kneel down and we're praying for Our Lady's presence upon the earth, she's going to bring us something. Baby Jesus will be on the earth, and he'll bless us. Well, was I guessing? No. Our Lady's done this for 30 years, every Christmas, physically, Our Lady has appeared with the real Jesus. 
2,000 years ago, the live baby. In the flesh, transfigured. That happened here in 1988, December 25th. Baby Jesus appeared here. So we've had heaven here. We've had the manger. We've had the real Christ child that the shepherds saw, that Joseph in his flesh saw right after his birth. We've got heaven. But that doesn't mean you can't have it. It doesn't mean he does not want you to have it. It's for your decision, the nativity, that the Christ child, that he be here. And that if he's here with you, and you're learning of him, then you learn his way and why is he, why is he sending his mother. So for the words of yesterday, that we were on our knees, and hopefully you were thinking about that moment of apparition, even on Christmas Day, what did Our Lady say? Our Lady of Medjugorje's December 25th, 2011, monthly message to the world. Dear children, also today in my arms, I'm carrying my son Jesus to you for him to give you his peace. Pray, little children, and witness, so that in every heart, not human, but God's peace may prevail, which no one can destroy. It is that peace in the heart, which God gives to those whom he loves. By your baptism, you are all, in a special way, called and loved. Therefore, witness and pray that you may be my extended hands to this world which yearns for God and peace. Thank you for having responded to my call. Do we say, oh, what a sweet, beautiful message? What does it say to you, just as I said to the children yesterday? This is personal, very intimate, very close. As a mother would carry you in another room and direct one-on-one, speak to you, saying, I'm bringing you Jesus. I carry my son, Jesus, to you for him to give you peace. Pray, little children, and witness that in every heart, not human, but God's peace may prevail, which no one can destroy. There's many things that destroy peace today. But Our Lady wishes for us, she hopes into being, that we be born in peace. And so she wishes to bear this for us. And just as we were in front of the Nativity yesterday, she wants that to be in her heart. For our hearts to have the Nativity present, especially in this moment. This is being taped, of course, are done after Christmas, one day, on December 26th, for those who listen to this a month from now. Because yesterday was Sunday, we did the show today. And we never do it on Christmas, the next night. But what is Our Lady telling you? The yesterday, Christmas night, for the night. The nativity is something sacred, but it also brought to us Easter. That was the purpose Jesus is coming. So whatever in the midst of trials you may be in, it's a lady who wants to give you peace. That peace is something that's available if you get on your knees and ask for it. I remember every Christmas 
Are we right in the wrong? Too much is given, much is expected. 
we have Our Lady showing us that we're her apostles. We carry a great responsibility for peace. And if we can't live it in our own homes or in our own heart, in the midst of trial and difficulties, who can? We have her. So we're the dispensers of peace via Our Lady. We have this grace. It's available to us. Do we understand how to get it? How to grasp it? How to hold it in our hearts to give it to others? All these things I'm saying to you now really are a compilation of the messages and words she's given over 30 years. I'm not telling you anything that's not in the message right now. Those words I just said, all of them, can be found in the message and conveyed that way. Yaakov, I've seen Our Lady every day for, since he was 10 years of age. I spoke to Mariana one time. She says after her apparitions ended, before the second of the month started again, she said, this poor boy, he doesn't even understand what it's going to be like. Our Lady no longer appears to him each day. And the way she said that really struck me. And we were talking about him because he's so lively and so full of uh, energy at that time in his youth. And he grew into adulthood with the lady. And all he could ever remember was Our Lady. And it helped soften the death of his own mother. His dad was already dead. And so that's the mother he had. And when Our Lady quit appearing to Yaakov, he was devastated. He didn't know it was going to be that way. He cried for two solid months. And Our Lady tells us August 25th, 1997, soon will come a time you'll lament for my messages. How much more so this Christmas and these Christmases while we're alive that we've had baby Jesus on the earth. We've had baby Jesus, the magical apparitions, in America, in our, in our house. In 1988, we're, re- we're living in surreal times. But Our Lady promised Yaakov something to cling to for hope so he could continue after having this daily visitation of heaven. That she would give him a message on the 25th of each month, or rather the 25th of each year, for the rest of his life. And true to our word, Our Lady came as a good mother and appeared yesterday to Yaakov, and she gave him a message for the whole world. Yaakov's annual 25th, De- December 25, 2011 message from Our Lady. Dear children, today in a special way, I desire to take you to and give you over to my son. Little children, open your hearts and permit Jesus to be born in you, because only in this way, little children, you yourselves will be able to experience your new birth and set out with Jesus in your hearts towards the way of salvation. Thank you for having responded to my call. I had a question just as I was reading both of these messages side by side. In the first message, Maria's message, December 25th, in the first sentence, Our Lady says, In my arms I'm carrying my son Jesus to you for him to give you his peace. And in the second message, the one to Yaakov, she says, I desire to take you to and give you over to my son. Almost in a contradictory statement, 
the, the two different messages, but on the same day of Christmas. So the question is... What do you think of that? <laughs> well, that's what people make of the Bible. The Bible contradicts itself. Many claim her enemies to Christ, really. And those who are ignorant don't understand it, nor how to defend it. Or rather, you don't have to defend it, because truth doesn't need defense. It's self-defending. It needs protection. And the only way to protect the scriptures and protect these messages is to know them. So if our lady says, in my arms I'm carrying my son, Jesus, to you, for him to give you his peace, to Maria, and to Yaakov, in a special way today, or rather today in a special way, I desire to take you, to give you over to my son. What does that mean? Is she saying, I'm carrying my son to you. And then she says, take you to my son. It's not opposing. It's a meeting. If you look at a long street and you see a friend coming and you're on the other side of the block or three blocks away, you meet. You've got to, you've got to participate with a lady's collaboration for the salvation of the world. You can't just lay in bed, meaning, paralleling, not going to Mass, not fasting, not praying, not responding, and be able to receive when she comes in her arms, Jesus. People don't have to accept the cross. Yeah, we got guaranteed salvation. Jesus paid the price. But you've got to collaborate with that. So there's got to be a collaboration. This collaboration requires us to take steps toward Our Lady. And she steps toward us. It's her first, actually. I said that reverse. Our Lady is taking steps to leaving heaven. 2,000 years later, the Christ left heaven to come to us Give us the impulse to come to her. Remember, it was our lady who didn't appear right in front of the children, the six kids, or six young adults in Medjugorje. She was a little bit off in the distance. And what did they do? They didn't come to her. They actually ran away. The next day, they had the impulse to go to the same site. She was at a distance again. And what happened? She came to them, but she stayed afar to make them walk toward her. And not only did they walk, she went on up the hill, and they followed. And they met. And that day, she was holding the lamb. That's in June. Which the day before, Milka said she thought it was a baby lamb. And it really was the true lamb of God. It was baby Jesus. And so it required a participation of these visionaries, symbolically of what she's saying today. I am carrying my son, Jesus, to you for him to give you his peace. But I desire to take you and give over my son, give you over to my son. So you've got to walk toward our lady after she walks toward us. And she's made the first move. Have you made the second They were tired. It was cold. Such a long journey. 
the treasure carried would replace the old. Its value had been such that to touch the chest which carried the old brought the penalty of death. What importance would the new vessel have, carrying treasure vastly greater in value than the old? What was the vessel's treasure? A treasure that man, both good and bad, would seek after its wealth for ages? Ending the journey, the vessel and treasure were brought to a special place. There, the vessel opened. The treasure, Jesus, was born. Isaiah says, Come reason with me, saith the Lord. Since Adam, 80 billion people have lived and died. Out of billions, only one was entrusted with the greatest treasure ever. Only one held him to her breast. On winter nights, what thoughts must have gone through this breath of heaven, who cuddled he who was born of man, and yet God? Reason and think. Go deeper into the scriptures. Has any man ever known the love which existed between this mother and child? What wonders it reveals, what hope it gives for all the world. For God needed a mother for his son. The scriptures are alive. They speak more than the words we read. This Christmas, meditate, think, reason. The resting place exists to help you along this path. The gift shop that's much more. The resting place at Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. And so Our Lady comes to you to give you peace through Jesus Christ, the Son. But does that really mean anything to us? What comfort we have that people out there in the culture doesn't have. A deteriorating culture that when she said this year, everything is passing, everything is falling apart. A remarkable statement, because a lady's coming as a prophetess to tell us what's happening. And we see the deterioration, but we have a false hope, uh, a mirage of recovery. And yet we have everything this year told to us, physical changes upon the earth, not part of the secrets, Yvonne said. And many other things. Don't, do not permit excess to the family or permit Satan, uh, permit, do not permit in the family excess to Satan. And so we have everything and every indicator and we yet have so much available to us. It's interesting you bring up about uh, what Our Lady's coming to bring us, peace in the message. Uh, yesterday Our Lady said, it is that peace in the heart which God gives to those whom he loves. And it brings to mind a letter that we received uh, we were going to read, and it's uh, this person is making a statement, or actually they're actually asking a question, but they're making a statement at the same time, and we're just wondering how this should be answered in light of Our Lady's message. This is from Chicago in the United States. It says, Please indicate to the Blessed Mother that after 2,000 years, we are tired of waiting to hear from God. If He loves us, then He should talk to us. Would you not talk to someone you loved? God's people are sick of messages. We want the presence of God to guide us as Christ once attempted. It is immoral for God to turn away from His people. 
And how would you answer this person? Well, that's worthy to read that again. God's immoral. Read, read that again. Just the last sentence? No, read the whole thing again. It says, please indicate to the Blessed Mother that after 2,000 years, we are tired of waiting to hear from God. If He loves us, then He should talk to us. Would you not talk to someone you loved? God's people are sick of messages. We want the presence of God to guide us as Christ once attempted. It is immoral for God to turn away from His people. Incredible. That's why I asked you to read it again. I didn't know, I, I, I wasn't believing what I was hearing. I just told Maria yesterday, Christmas Day, it is that peace in the heart which, gives God, God, which God gives to those whom He loves. This mentality that these messages coming from the Queen are just a waste and God's immoral for not speaking to us, how can one not recognize what's taking place except your heart's closed? This comes from a, a mentality in this world today. Somebody else owes me something. Everybody's got to do everything for me. This is what we have a mentality about government. The government's supposed to take care of all of our needs. I, I just got to reading something uh, that the bishops sent, bishops sent a letter to Congress saying that that for the unemployed is equivalent to life, the sacredness of life, abortion. That they got to do something. I don't know where those teachings come from. It doesn't matter what position you hold. This is not the teachings of the church. Are you making up stuff? Where does this craziness come from? God's doing everything to show us. In fact, in Romans 1, 18, the verse 18 says, there are known realities that prove God's existence. There is no excuse not to believe. Evidently, this individual is familiar with the messages enough to sit there and say, we're sick of messages. People are. You want to do what Judas wanted? Have you cake and eat it too? To sin, do whatever you want to do, betray Jesus, and still be saved? What did Allah just say? I'm bringing you Jesus into Yaakov, countering that to show you there's something required of you. You've got to walk toward that. You've got to read Romans 1.18. There are known realities that prove the existence of the apparitions. You want science? Science says it's real. These visions, without any scientific doubt, factual, it's not theoretical, factual, they have proven that they are seeing something of a divine nature. It's up to you to review the messages and the testimony of the visionary's life and their witness to say it's the Virgin Mary. Who else could it be? If science shows that, and other things, the phenomenon shows that, and millions and tens of millions and hundreds of millions and billions of the future are conversions, what else do you need? But this is a warped mentality. This is a closed mentality. What is it when it says, it is that peace in the heart which God gives to those whom he loves? Does he not love other people? He loves them as his children. It caused him to say, Our Lady to say this year, the suffering God suffers because those who go to perdition. But remember, it was the angels who said, Peace to men of goodwill. 
If you're not experiencing peace, you need to look at what's in your heart. This is not somebody speaking to God like an atheist where we got to witness to him and show him the love of God, non-believer. This person is saying, God is immoral. How can he do this? It's hard to grasp such a letter. You've got to have goodwill. I say to this individual, have goodwill. Open your heart. Kneel beside your bed and love. You can't love in a correct way without having our lady and seeing it and, and understanding that God's love is being sent to us each day. What more could we have? Oh, we've got indications everywhere. This morning I had to take one of my sons to the airport. December 26th. It's 4.30, still dark. I always do my three mysteries. So by rosary time, at 10 o'clock central time, I have my rosary finished and everything else is icing on the cake when I say more rosaries. We didn't speak to each other. I presume he was praying. I didn't ask. But I did my three rosaries. And it's beautiful. No cars in parking lots at Publix. The shopping centers. The quietness. And I was just thinking, oh, I wish every Sunday could be Christmas. I wish every Sunday was like this. There was something about it, something really mystical. And I cherish seeing that. It was a Christmas moment, really. Silent, silence, quiet. The consumerism stopped. Before Thanksgiving, there's a station here in Birmingham that starts playing Christmas music. And they got a whole shebang starts that starts a series of shows or the music before Thanksgiving. And it aborts the very next day. Today, the day after Christmas, they're back to playing the regular music. Jesus is aborted. It's nothing but a commercial venture for them. It's nothing but to get the stores advertising and we go to the next thing. What a letdown. What a meltdown. We keep our Christmas tree up well into January. Where did I get that from? From Medjugorje. I went to one time like January 27th, January 28th. I couldn't believe the whole Christmas crash is still up. Christmas trees all over the altar. Christmas started yesterday. It didn't end yesterday. What's happened to us? What's happened to Christmas? The light of the world. Where's your thinking? Fight back. The civilization of the past is passing and falling apart. With a new culture to have Christmas and Jesus born, not aborted. He's just a few hours old right now. Keep them that way. Don't follow the consumers and consumerism, which Our Lady has identified as an evil spirit. She told us that in a message. Due to the spirit of consumerism, you lose what is true value. You can have things. You can give gifts. But it's in the name, the holy name of Jesus. And so the day after Christmas is when the light comes to the world. It comes brighter and brighter.
Here comes the letdown. Christmas is over. Here comes the meltdown, and there goes the cheer. But before we have a breakdown, let us remember the light of the world is still here. Happy day after Christmas, and merry the rest of the year. Even when Christmas is over, the light of the world is still Jesus, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, Queen of Nations, Queen of all hearts, the Woman of Revelation, 
the Queen of Peace, asks you to spread her call to the ends of the earth. Medjugorje.com A tool for you to spread Our Lady's way of life and change the world. Medjugorje.com Brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. Spread to all your family and friends. Medjugorje.com From Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. And again, we invite you to spread Our Lady's Call through your support of Caritas at Medjugorje.com. This has been a big blessing for us to be able to come to you in this way and to help make Our Lady's messages known and what she had shown a friend of Medjugorje in the direction that the community walks through that direction. And so we ask you for your prayers and for your support uh, for the coming year that we might be able to continue to spread, help spread Our Lady's Call uh, throughout the world. Uh, it's just interesting because Our Lady in, in yesterday's message told uh, through Maria, by your baptism you were all in a special way called and loved and therefore witness and pray that you may be my extended hands to this world that yearns for God and peace. And this is interesting because just uh, several weeks ago we, we published an article uh, or a writing, special writing called For the Record, and uh, it's a special Medjugorje headline that you can read on Medjugorje.com. And we answer uh, the official stance of Medjugorje and, and Caritas, and in light of, uh, particularly in light of a community baptism. And this is very interesting because Our Lady comes and speaks directly to this, and how we're showing that this is a way that Our Lady has shown, and how you can be extended hands to the world. So, if for those of you that have not read that, and that was also sent to our field angels, our monthly Caritas supporters, uh, who help make much of what we do possible. You can find that on Medjugorje.com under the Medjugorje headlines section. It's called For the Record and uh, the Medjugorje status. And uh, for those of you that have not read that yet, but if you were to read that entire writing uh, with a new special statement that by baptism we are afforded the right to evangelize or to participate in this evangelization, uh, it's given to us through our rite of baptism. And uh, and in light of the special baptism uh, that we featured, on Medjugorje.com, which is also from that article as well. So uh, just something interesting in light of Our Lady's message yesterday, speaking about by baptism, we're called to be extended hands to the world. Adding to that, we make our budgets right now for the next year. You see the fruit of it. We don't want to be asking constantly for funds. We do one project, which we've been doing for four years, three years actually, the retooling of the tabernacle, all these messages, which we want to close out. We do a community plea, and then sometime toward the end of January or middle of January, we have to start doing for Mesh.com itself, for the budget for the whole year. That's depleted, the Mesh.com. We're operating on air right now. So keep this in mind. We don't want to be asking constantly about money. We want to be talking about messages. But that doesn't happen free. Studios, flying, covering things, being with Maria, going to cover the, the second of the month during the winter. All these things have expenses to it, plus equipment necessary to that and productions. Anybody with any reasonability looking at the site can see this just doesn't happen. 
nor does the mission. So we have support material that supports all these things, and it's up to you to fund it for those others who have not known God yet. Just going back to to what Our Lady spoke today, I I had picked a book up uh, this Christmas season, one of the these Christmas novels that um, are short to read, and it caught my eye because the author in the back of the book wrote that the reason he wrote this book was because he felt as a husband and a father that he had failed because he was giving a world to his children that was worse than the world that was given to him as a child. And so this, the book, I won't go into the plot really, but it wove around a man who had worked on Wall Street and his whole life had gone after material, material things and power, and um, he was one of these guys that ended up losing not only his fortune, but the fortune of many other people, and that led him to the depths of despair, and so the book kind of goes into the story of how he he has to find a peace in his life from this. Where does he go from there? And um, I thought the, 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 the story was good, but at the very end, um, it wasn't until I read the message today that I thought, you know, he ended with, with finding a human peace, but it was still not God's peace. And for somebody that was really in that situation, was where is peace for people that everything else comes up empty in life? Um, or another way to say it, what, what is the difference between human peace and God's peace? Well, Jesus says, I've come to bring you peace. Not man's peace, but God's peace. Our lady said today, pray little children witness that you're in every heart, not human, but God's peace may prevail, which no one can destroy. If it's human peace, it'll be destroyed. God's peace is grace. It's divine. And actually, if you're going to be trying to make peace and what we do in our treaties, this is not necessarily always God's peace. Only God can give peace because all he says, God is peace. So where there's true peace is from God. And peace, shall is also told us, is a gift from God. It doesn't just happen. You've got to pray for it. We're in peace in our community. I continue to pray for peace. I pray for peace for this Christmas. I prayed, and I've said it before, over our firewood, that peace be associated with this. All the night winter fires that we have, that peace prevail. Because peace is beautiful and a beautiful gift. But when Jesus says, I've not come, I've come, my peace is not, is not your peace, not human peace. And what does Jesus say after that? Something incredible. My peace is as a sword. It comes to divide. Our Lady's coming to divide. You've heard me say there's three things going to happen in the future. First, a great moment of radical conversion. That radical conversion, people are going to rush and run and flood toward peace, toward God, toward our, through Our Lady, via her. And the natural result of that, we can see what happened 2,000 years ago. They no longer could live among the pagans because they couldn't be in peace. There's people who didn't want it. They thought God was an immoral God. They don't want their, their God. They want him to go their way. They wanted him on his term. They wanted to imagine God as he is, as our lady just told us this year also. Not as God is. Not as he truly is. 
And so the second thing is a great separation in the future between pagans and those who want peace. You want to continue your life? Continue the debauchery? Continue the, the sickness and the perversion and the, the chasing of things and the love of money? Do you want that to continue? No, you get out of that. And that great separation will really lead to a third thing. That third thing that's going to happen in the near future is your sole desire will be the conversion of a pagan. To give him what? God. When you give him God, what do you give him? You give him peace. You can't solve his problems, but if you give him God, God solves their problems. Perhaps we can deal with that. It's strange that in the point of man God, it talks about Jesus, or Mary and Joseph's talking about Bethlehem. Something extraordinary took place. And what happened was Bethlehem really wasn't known. It was just a little town in Judah. And before it ever created, God knew what he destined it for was greatness, that the man who would rise up from that and become the Savior of the world, with that Savior of the world, everybody would know who Bethlehem was. And what is Bethlehem? That little small town where Joseph and Mary went to. And what happened there? Christ was born. But in the point of man, God, our lady is talking. It says, but oh, what in a small trouble, rather. Oh, what is our small trouble? If we consider the beauty of this moment of peace. Just think, Joseph, a period of time when there is no hatred in the world. Can there be a happier hour for the rising of the star? the light of which is divine and its influence is, is redemption. What took place then? What signs were given? There was a census. You go through enemy territories. When war is going on, can you go from one place to another freely? There was peace in the world. That hour Jesus came brought a peace that was incredible. And Christmas is associated with this. This morning I was telling that story. Peace. The stores are shut down. There's something happens on Christmas that even as I told you a few few weeks back, riding on the plane with a Muslim, said he hates Christmas and what people are doing to it. He said, I enjoy it. This guy was a practicing Muslim. I enjoy Christmas. I wish everybody would shut down. I saw that this morning. It's something does something to the heart to know that this way. Listen to Apollo 8, a clip from 1968, from Frank Borman, when they went around the moon on Christmas Eve, and what they did. We are now approaching uh, lunar sunrise, and uh, for all the people back on Earth, the crew of Apollo 8 has a message that we would like to send to you. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the Earth, and the Earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw that it was good. And from the crew of Apollo 8, we close with good night, good luck, a Merry Christmas, 
And God bless all of you, all of you on the good earth. And so what happened on that Christmas Eve? Frank Borman reads Genesis, the story of creation. You only heard a little bit clip in the end, and also the end as they ended what they said. But Frank Borman received a card. And in that card, he had, an, it was an anonymous card actually, that said, you saved 1968. Well, we know the turmoil of 1968. That turmoil was so much confusion, a breakdown in our culture, started revolutions that was not military, but promiscuous, the hippies. And here it was, they read the scriptures. Does Christmas have that power? Still to this day it does. Everything goes quiet. All over the world, for the most part. There's power 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem, and there's power here for anybody who wants it. With this card you sent, what happened in 1968? If you read a lot, you could probably find many things. I know a book called The Red Rogue, which was about a submarine that the KGB hijacked, went off the coast of Hawaii and fired a nuclear missile at Hawaii. My baby was sleeping. Very few people know this. This is not theory. This is a real happening. Look up the road, Red Road. Read that. See how we were spared. See how we were saved. Was this part of the Christmas gift that we received preceding that date when Frank Borman read this about Genesis and creation? It was miraculously stopped. Yeah, it was through some technical things that the KGB didn't know about, but there was no question God's hand was in it. What was the purpose of it? To look like China did it. They left disinformation to show a trail to that. That the United States would counterattack China. China would counterattack America. And all the while, communist Russia did it. Our lady said in Fatima, Fatima, that she would spread her errors, Russia, throughout the whole world. So this card has more meaning than we even know, especially if you're a study of history and things that have happened and put them together. It's incredible. We experience peace. The card simply said, Thank you. you I read it. He said that. He said, You saved 1968 by what? Reading that across the whole world because the whole world was tuned into. And remarkable things throughout history has happened on Christmas Eve on December 24th. We have the whole true story of the Beulah Woods. What does Silent Night sound like in German? What you hear, of course, is Silent Night. But what was going on in 1914? World War I. We had a France, the, actually the front lines ran all the way from, from France to Belgium, all the way to the Swiss border. It's 400 miles long. And in one portion of that, there was trenches dug between 30 yards to no more than 200 yards. They could see the white of their eyes. The Germans versus the Allies. And one German soldier could be heard very loudly singing Silent Night. They'd been fighting each other. 
It'd been raining weeks before that. They'd been in bloody battle. People killed. But on that night of Jesus, that night, that Christ came, the night, the holy night, what happens when one man takes that move to change the world? At least the world he knew. And after they sang that, a German put a white handkerchief on his bayonet and stuck it up in the air. And then from the other side, the Brits started singing Silent Night also. Cautiously, the guy on the German side came out with a Christmas tree, small one holding in his hand with candles on it. And they both started cautiously coming out. They went on from there, pouring out of the trenches. An incredible scene. Real. People who were just hours before shooting each other. They sang together. They both had had gifts sent back from home. They shared photographs of their families. Traded some of the sweets, chocolates that they had. They started talking. Then a British soldier brought out a soccer ball. And they began to play soccer with the enemy on the muddy ground. This could only happen by gift of peace. You can't do that. Does it happen on some other feast day or some other religion? Only Jesus Christ can do that. They went for several hours like that. And the story is real. You can look this up. The Beulah Woods. An incredible moment of peace. And just like the census when Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem was a sign that they could go there and be in peace, that God could even interrupt war at his choosing. Because these men's heart had to have that in there. And so you have to have heart to pass it on to the next. Here's bitter enemies who did a truce, an unofficial truce. In fact, I remember years ago reading that the higher-ups ordered them not to do that. Order them to continue fighting. I can't remember the details, but you looked that up. They refused because they had a higher calling. And we've lost that today. They had it still in World War I. But it's coming back. Our Lady's coming to bring it back. And so this is a beautiful thing. Christmas is a beautiful moment for every person who walks the earth, no matter who they are or where they come from. ending of December 1943 Somewhere in the forest The snow was three feet deep Two allied soldiers walking Trying not to freeze Far from home on Christmas Eve A cabin with the light on Brought them to its door A woman said in my home You can't bring in your So leave your rifles outside Up against a tree There's peace on earth on Christmas Eve And they sat by the fire And they talked all night long 
sang Christmas hymns and showed pictures of home in the middle of a great war. It's so hard to believe there's peace on earth on Christmas Eve. Later in the evening, footsteps in the night, two German soldiers freezing. The woman went outside. You're welcome here in my home, but your guns will never be. There's peace on earth on Christmas Eve. The soldiers all were frightened. They stood face to face The woman said Your brother's Part of the human race Tonight we're all just family And we'll get down on our knees And praise his name on Christmas Eve And they sat by the fire And they talked all night long That next morning They went their separate ways Shook hands and hugged that woman There on Christmas Day And so it is, we have miracle after miracle after miracle Did you have a miracle this Christmas? Were you open to see it? What's most important is that you love and have goodwill in your heart. Bad will people become blind. And the good Father who sent us the Son, who sends us now Our Lady, won't be recognized. Many people who have bad will don't realize they have it. Sometimes it's ignorance. But you can overcome ignorance. A non-believer can overcome ignorance if you just do what he says. For those who can't believe, just meditate on the God they believe who doesn't exist just for five minutes a day. And so if God's immoral to you or done you wrong or you believe he's up there but you don't accept what he's done, all you have to do is open your heart for five minutes a day. And his glory, his glory, his glory, his glorious glory will be Revealed to you. Perhaps there's no other time in history have we got such a more beautiful time to convert in. Has so many graces and divine mercy been given as we have today. All you have to do is get on your knees open your heart and ask to be healed. Shields kissed with stone on this endless inner state over the 
fields we go Laughing all the way We sing love 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 It's glorious Friends and family near No more judge no more fear All is calm All is bright Everyone will hold this light And sing As our lady comes on every feast day dressed in gold and giving us a sign of the specialness of days we pray rather we play our longer ending of our shows for your meditation on the special feast day of the day after Christmas so this year as we approach this new year and end this year Take joy to the world. We have Mary for the rest of the year, bringing us the light of the world. We wish you, Our Lady, and from the whole community, we love you. We think about you. We labor for your salvation, your continued conversion. Happy day after Christmas. 
and have a holy, holy good night.